As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like a full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. All from TireRack.com. TireRack.com. It's the way the tire buying should be. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Bruce Arian said this. Bruce Aarons, head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, said this about Mike Evans. With him being the best receiver on this team, why isn't Byron making a more concerted effort of getting Mike involved in the passing game earlier? Mike was open a bunch in that ball game. He just didn't he didn't get targeted. That's all. He was open. Mike was was open. Okay, so uh, 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 what's he saying? What do you think he's saying? Mike was open. The ball wasn't thrown to him. That's not a Byron Leftwich. That's not a Mike Evans. That's a Tom Brady issue. 
right? And and here we are again with Bruce Arians, who's always been a guy who speaks the truth, right? From his perspective, like he speaks the truth. And if you remember the last time they played the Saints, Bruce Arians is like, look, we prepared him for all the things that we saw. He didn't play all that well. What are the big wins that they have this year? The Packers and the Saints. All right, those are huge wins for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But the story of that game was not, well, actually, they lost the Saints both times. Excuse me. The, the, the Packers is their, their biggest win. The story of that game is not Tom Brady. The story of that game is the defense of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and how they came back being down 10 nothing with a pick six, and they were in Aaron Rodgers' kitchen all day long. Bruce Arians is simply saying what we have said, which is Tom Brady is not an elite quarterback anymore. And if anything, kind of holding them back a little bit from being who they want to be. Now, now, now look, can we be critical of the play calling, which is not that underneath stuff that he feasted on for most of his career in, uh, in New England? Sure. Of course we can. That's fair. That's not unfair in any way, but, but it's also important to point out that look, man, when you got guys open and you have coaches calling plays to get their star players, the ball and star players aren't getting the ball and everybody's wondering why. And you have this superstar in terms of name quarterback, and you're trying to figure out why it all ain't, ain't all working. Maybe it's because you're, you're dealing with old information. Who have they beaten this year? The Packers. The Raiders, the Giants, the Broncos, the Chargers, the Panthers. Do a little research. That's two teams with an above 500 record. Okay. The Packers game, it was an absolute ass whooping after being down 10 to nothing. And the Raiders game, they put up 21 in the fourth quarter. And some of that is Brady, but a lot of that was their defense. And with that in mind, it's really important to point out that Tom Brady is just not who his reputation tells you he should be. In many ways, this is like, look, LeBron is going to get to this point. We've already seen some of it where LeBron defers, defers, defers to Anthony Davis and saves up that energy. The difference is it's really hard to do if you don't have a running game to save up that energy for when we need you. But Bruce Herring's is right. Tom Brady needs to be better or they're not going to achieve what their talent would lead you to believe they could achieve. And this, even for the best of them, is how it always ends. People forget John Elway won two Super Bowls at the end of his illustrious career. And anybody who wants to tell me that John Elway wasn't an all-time absolute stud great, you're kidding yourselves. You don't, you're like, well, they got blown out twice in the Super Bowl. They shouldn't have been in those Super Bowls, if not for a little luck and John Elway. He was so good that he, he, he carried his team to a higher level than their actual talent was, and then it got exposed in the Super Bowl. Tom Brady was that good. You know, there's a reason that guys don't play till they're 43 years old, right? You do, we do understand that. There's only so much avocado ice cream and elasticity training, and even Tom House's, you know, he, he, he joined us yesterday. Well, you can still throw a football 
at 43 years at 43 years old like there's a reason that guys don't do it it's not because they all get knocked you know Kurt Warner quit because his wife saw him get hit so hard it would cause any wife to tell you you got to shut it down you know Brett Favre couldn't complete passes anymore he wasn't the same guy why do you think they all quit it's not just Troy Aikman and the 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 number of concussions sustained. That's some of it. Most part is like you just start to lose it. You're not you're not the same guy. the The Bucks are five and three this year. Five and three. They have one of the best defenses in the NFL. Not just on paper, statistically and otherwise. So if you have a great defense. Okay, and if you have good skill position players, and if your coach is known as an offensive savant and a quarterback whisperer, and you're only five and three, and you can tell me how good the NFC South is, I'm sitting there going like, okay, Atlanta's not good. They already fired their coach. Carolina's in rebuild mode, and the other good team, the Saints, have beaten you twice. You tell, like, t- tell me, show me. You've played. Four games against teams with an above 500 record, and you're two and two with a very good defense. That's very well coached. You know, one of the things that was always great about the Patriots and Belichick and Brady is accountability. All great coaches have it. It doesn't always have to be public, it can be private, and it doesn't matter otherwise. But all that Bruce Arians is saying is look, what do you want me to tell you? Our superstar quarterback the most accomplished quarterback in the modern history of the sport, maybe any history of the sport, isn't as good as he needs to be and isn't maybe as good as his reputation would tell you that he is. And it's altogether possible that while both while both Brady and Belichick are, are a, a good part of the, are, are together important in the success of the Patriots, the downfall of the Patriots was not just the personnel of the wide receivers. Right? That's one of the things that has not been discussed. The Patriots were a good team last year, not a great team last year. And all anybody can say is, well, it's because they didn't have good enough skill position players. Could that include quarterback? There are bands that put out albums late in their band life, which is not nearly as good as all their other albums. There are comedians who are not as funny as they used to be. We've pointed out actors that are, cannot carry a scene or carry a movie the way they used to. It's not ageism. It's realism. It's reality. There is a shelf life for just about any product. Although I will point out that um, I tried to explain to uh, one of my family members the other day that Pickles don't really have a shelf life. Like, yeah, but there's a date on them when you're supposed to throw them out. Things were pickled in ancient times so that they wouldn't go bad. The, you, they're not, pickles are not going bad when unopened in the back of your refrigerator. This is, a, I can't have this argument. Outside of pickles and maybe beef jerky and spam, everything else, Twinkies, cockroaches, wrestlers, right? Everything else will not survive the Holocaust. Everything else has a born on date and a throwout date. And that includes superstar quarterbacks. You may not like how Bruce Arians says it, 
but he's saying what needs to be said. It doesn't mean that what Tom Brady has accomplished isn't great. It doesn't mean that he doesn't look amazing for 43. It doesn't mean that he can't play in the NFL, that he's a bum, that he's washed up, that we get rid of him, and that you roll out the backup. It doesn't mean any of that. But you can say that he's not what he used to be and not what he needs to be. And that if we're going to cast blame, let's not put it on the former quarterback who's the new coordinator of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Instead, place it where it needs to be placed, on the shoulders of TB12. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. 
This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Last week, I praised Lamar Jackson because Lamar Jackson has been criticized at times. Lamar Jackson hasn't played well in some big games. Lamar Jackson has had some misfires throwing the football, but for the most part, I can't truly recall any missteps with the media. It's always on him. It's always about the team. It's always about winning. It's always about the right things. Things go wrong, his fault. Things go right, credit my guys, credit my team. Nobody cares, work harder, right? That's the t-shirt, that's the slogan, that's the mantra, that's the way of life. And, And I've been one who has been openly, honestly critical of Lamar, but I just think, to me, I try and paint a a realistic picture, a realistic picture. And here's the realistic picture of Lamar Jackson. When he was about to be drafted, he, he wasn't impressive at the whiteboard at the combine. People thought, and I talked to several people who met with him, that he was behind, that he was a very quiet kid. He was a very nice kid. There was no negatives about him. It was just he wasn't. Most quarterbacks walk into a room and they naturally take over a room that wasn't him. Then in an effort to get a hold of him, and of course there was the, do you want to line up and run the wide receiver routes? That was one scout. I know the boss of that scout who asked him and it had nothing to do with anything other than kind of a, a quip, and it's because he is, in fact, the fastest quarterback anyone has ever seen. And it was more putting that speed and elusiveness on display more so than, do you want to play wide receiver or running back? Nobody thought, by the way, he's a running back. And for people, including Lamar Jackson, who have pushed back on the he's the running quarterback, he's actually run the football more than any quarterback in the sport in modern history during his time as a starter. So somehow everyone is bad and negative and against him because they said he's a running quarterback and he's in fact a running quarterback. Is he not? Okay. My issue with Lamar is that what he does best, he will be asked eventually to do less of. What he needs to improve on the most is what he'll ultimately have to do in order to win a Super Bowl. And for the record, there somewhere is audio over at ESPN way back in the day when Mike Vick was with the Atlanta Falcons and Carson Palmer was with the Cincinnati Bengals. And I said, look, I'm going to take a quarterback for their career. And this had nothing to do with the dogfighting. I'm going to take Carson Palmer. Why? Because what Mike Vick does best, he will ask to do less be asked to do less. What Carson Palmer does best, he will be asked to do more and more and more. Carson Palmer's a fantastic athlete, had an incredible career, and had a better career than that of Mike Vick. Now, I still believe that Sam Darnold has greatness in him, but it's really hard 
when you're on the worst team in football. And there have been times in which there hasn't been progress and there's been some regression. <clears throat> but the point about Lamar is, what can you do on third and long? What can you do when you're down a touchdown or two late in games? Can you put a team on your back throwing the football? And oh yeah, by the way, then there's the other elephant in the room. The more you run it, the more likely you are to be hurt because when you run it, you become a runner or a running back and all bets are off in terms of how they can hit you. Even though last week uh, he dove, got hit when he dove and they called a penalty anyway, even though you're allowed to hit him in the way in which he dove. But Lamar has been better throwing the football, especially last year, than anyone could have thought. Part of that was the offense. Part of that is the personnel, the three tight ends within the offense. And part of that is his own buy-in to a need for improvement on his fundamentals. This year, it hasn't been as good. And I told you last week that there's a very, very similar trend compared to Colin Kaepernick. When I say Kaepernick now, it immediately makes people think of politics and kneeling before the flag. That's not what I'm talking about. Colin Kaepernick came in and he replaced Alex Smith. The Arizona Cardinals went to the NFC Championship game the year before. And I honestly, it was two fumbles on special teams that caused them to lose a game to the Saints. Not, you know, not their quarterback play. But Alex Smith had topped out by most people's estimation. And after playing a nearly perfect game against the Arizona Cardinals on Monday night, he had a concussion in the next game. Kaepernick replaced him and the offense exploded. Remember that he dominated the Packers in the playoffs. The next year, they're 13-3, and three, losing the Super Bowl. Dominate the Packers in the playoffs. The third year as a starter, people start to figure it out. His inaccuracies, his inadequacies become more obvious. The team finishes 8-8. Eight and eight. Here's Lamar Jackson, who I had praised repeatedly for always answering questions in the right tone, in the right tense, in the right feeling on The Rich Eisen Show. I feel, um, you know, it's, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of with schemes. You know, um, we're going against defenses. Um, they call out our plays, stuff like that. Like, they know what we're doing. So, a lot of that, you know, sometimes, you know, stuff won't go our way if they beat us to the punch. So you're you're hearing on the other side of the line of scrimmage the defense calling out your plays? That's what yeah, you're they definitely do. Like runs, stuff like that. Uh, watch out for this, watch out for that. Sometimes that's what's going on. In other words, that's the, you know what, it's my fault. I blame Greg Roman. Our schemes are too simple. Why do we think they're too simple? Right? Can you disguise some stuff? Sure, you can disguise some stuff. Now, I don't know the reality to how much more creative you can be. I do know that there is a trend there with Greg Roman. There is a trend with all of these styles of, of quarterback, these styles of offense. Do you think that, that NFL teams have not run college offenses for years because they're, they of any other reason they don't think they work long-term? Do you think that Greg Roman doesn't throw more complex schemes at Lamar Jackson because he doesn't think it would work? You know, I mean, it's what, whatever the real reason for the Baltimore Ravens offense struggling. 
fact is that the first thing Lamar Jackson needs to say is, like he always has, it's on me. We got to be better. We got to figure out a way to be better. You don't have to let the world in on the fact that everybody knows your offense. Everybody knows what you're doing. And in many ways, you can take it as a term of respect. We made them look so bad last year that all they've done is study it the offseason this year, and they're calling out our plays. That's actually being respectful. They, they legit believe that yours, you have to spend extra time because it's different. But there's also the reality of whether it's Roman style or just what they think Lamar can handle. Like, look, dude, we, we can't put you with four or five wide. You haven't shown that ability. I don't think anyone would argue otherwise. If we really believe that it's play calling, okay. Let's see. I've heard other people say, well, it's, it's play calling. You think, do, do, you, do you think that Greg Roman, did, was Greg Roman's play calling bad last year when they won an MVP? Is it that Greg Roman can't evolve? Or that Greg Roman doesn't think Lamar Jackson can evolve. Last year, Greg Roman was a genius. This year, Greg Roman's a dope. I don't understand. Right? So, here's me being critical of Lamar Jackson. Whatever's in-house, keep it in-house. Whatever frustrations you have with the offense, keep it with the offense. Because what you just did was you just started up a Mack truck and took your offensive coordinator, Greg Roman, who helped build you and build that offense into one in which you won an MVP in the National Football League. And you threw him under the bus. And then you backed the bus up and ran over him again. Yeah, they know our plays. They call out run. They call out pass. It's too simple. That's the opposite of who he's been. Maybe this is a snapshot of what a guy's like when people criticize him. Maybe there's some reality to it. Probably is some reality to it. But do we think Greg Roman wouldn't call better plays if he thought your team could execute them? I don't know. It's going to be fascinating in Baltimore. You know, they, they lost Ronnie Stanley, their best tackle, the highest paid tackle in the league. He's out for the season. That dramatically changes their effectiveness. People have figured out Lamar Jackson. The division is really tough with the Steelers who already beat him, with the Browns and, frankly, the Bengals. Their schedule is tough because, you know, they finished last year 14-2. and two. It is an unrelenting schedule. But the Ravens can beat themselves from within, and their starting quarterback, who has always said the right thing, Throwing his offensive coordinator on the bus is the beginning of beating yourself. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sports... 
Sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Let's get to Dan and Jeremiah, who, uh, uh, I mean, can you imagine being a head coach? I mean, uh, we, we've seen, obviously, in the NFL and now the Oklahoma City Thunder uh, hiring a 35-year-old uh, head coach. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Let me ask you, James Jones said he, that uh, that Tua is a lot like Russell Wilson. My thing is, I, I get that the Seahawks kind of sheltered Russell Wilson early in his career before turning it over to him, and they had a great defense. And that, that plan is Russell Wilson-like, and he is about the same size as Russell Wilson. I just don't see the same arm strength or foot speed. Am I, am I wrong? No, I actually it was funny because we were I was talking about this with Bucky the other day, and if you want to go stylistically, he's actually playing like a younger Drew Brees more so than I would say a Russell Wilson. In other words, just like everything's just real quick, get the ball out, 
um, and, and function in that manner. He's a, you know, he's, he's a climb and avoid and, and that type of athlete, but Russell Wilson was going to go get you 25, 30 yard chunks on the ground. I don't, I don't think that's, you know, what you're going to see a lot from Tua, but I, I did think that that scramble, I was thinking about you when he had that Tua had that 17 yard scramble, kind of a Houdini escape there that I thought, okay, that will give Doug his, his moment there that he was looking the, for. The, 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 the wow well, yeah. moment. He was, he was better. He, I mean, he was, be- he, yeah. was, he was definitely better. I can't tell though, because I don't, I don't, Hold the Arizona Cardinals defense in high regard. That's that's a big, yeah. that's a big part for, for me. Um, I I want to. I, I got. I know that you. I Ryan Music's probably like, don't talk Chargers. Don't talk. How can we not? I, <laughs> is there an, is there any other way they can lose the game? Because it feels like they've they've run out of like. Uh, show me two fade patterns in the receivers' hands in the end zone on third and fourth down. Um, yeah, I mean, it just what is I I can't describe how many different ways they found a way to lose these games? Well, I mean, I went through them the other day. You had a, 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 uh, a lead over the Chiefs. You took a lead over the Chiefs with two minutes left and, and lost that game. Went overtime, you lost that game. You had the missed kick uh, that would have won the game against the Saints. You had the dropped hook and ladder, which would have beat the Panthers on the very last play of the game. Uh, you had a pick on the last uh, possession against the Bucks that would have, as you were trying to go down and tie that game. And then these last two weeks, you have one touchdown that's that's not called the touchdown that is that you lose, and one that's called one it isn't, then you lose. I mean, so I no, there's there's still more ways because I it, you know I've never seen anything like this. It's, it's crazy, but you, you, you know I think they've got to find a way to win a game by double digits just to kind of not even have to worry about it coming down the stretch. Uh, in just in general football philosophy. Jeff Schwartz joined me earlier. He's like, how do you throw two straight fade patterns? And my thing is, like, you had a mismatch. The play called for it. Not only did he throw it, but it hit the guys in the hands both times. They just didn't hold on. Defense made pretty good plays. Like, I I get that we're result-oriented, but considering the amount of time they had to do something quick on the first play and the second play, that was what the the, the defense called for. Yeah, I I don't have a problem with the first one because I I think if you you went went back and watched the tape, Mike Williams had had beat Isaiah Johnson, who was you know not a starter. He was in the game because Trayvon Mullen got hurt. Little underthrown. And he, yeah, it, and he beat him. Well, the first one was down the field was a little bit overthrown, just off of the fingertips of Mike Williams. Would have been a touchdown, and he'd gotten on top of him one other time. So I get it from that standpoint. I, I still though you had six foot two Isaiah Johnson on one side, you had five foot nine uh, uh, Nevin Lawson on the other side. They don't flop corners, so they play on that side or the other. So if you want to throw a fade ball. Go line up and throw it at the five nine corner, not the six foot two, two hundred ten pound corner. Um, but that being said, could, could I well, being, go, ahead, go before, ahead before you get to that being said? Could I could I argue that like jump shooters, most guys, most righties shoot better going left. Although Jordan obviously and Kobe shot better going right. Um, could I argue that the reason they want to throw to the right end zone, right side of the end zone, is Herbert more comfortable throwing it that way? Uh I, I wouldn't necessarily say that because I've seen him. I've seen him make big time throws off to the left. I mean, the uh, the throwback touchdown to uh, neighbors going back to the left was one of the craziest throws of the weekend. Um, but no, look, I, I I don't I don't see that as the reason why they did that. I just think that's where they you know just called it without really giving too much thought to who the matchup was going to be. But I still I still am okay with Mike on him. He beat him earlier in the game. Like it's a quick it's a quick uh, strike because it's going to give you another play on the next down. My problem was on the last down. If you're going to go to the, you know, the big tall backup tight end who does not have a lot of experience, Donald Parham. Um, 
first of all, I don't, I don't want that to be my option. And again, I put him on the other side. He's a foot taller than the corner on the other side. If you wanted to do that, right. but I, I don't, I don't like the idea of Keenan Allen. Not Even though Keenan Allen's not, he's not a jump, he's not a jump ball receiver. But I want him to be alive in the route. You know, give him a chance to uncover. He's just dead. It was just he's just a decoy over there on both plays. Yeah, fair point. Uh, Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Are, are are we okay saying that Tom Brady might actually be a below average quarterback at this point in his career? Um, I would say he's played average to slightly above average for the most part, and that was a clunker the other day. I, I, I think next week when we talk, we're going to have answers. So people keep saying, is Tom Brady, can he do this? Can they win a championship? What's his level of play like? And I, I had a conversation with a, a, an executive around the league who said, it's a great point. He told me, he said, look, if, if Tom Brady is truly still Tom Brady, he will tear the Panthers apart next week because uh, anytime Tom Brady's had a clunker, he gets extremely upset. And an upset Tom Brady, usually they just go rip the doors off whoever they play next, and he has a huge game. He said, if Tom Brady backed that clunker up with a, with another mediocre average game, then he's definitely not he, – that, that ship sailed. So it, he was putting a lot into this Carolina Panthers game. I, I actually – I understand the logic, though, because you know any Tom Brady we've seen in the past after an embarrassment like the other day, hey, he would come out guns a blazing. Um, I've heard on a different network a, a lot of rhetoric, still negative towards Carson Wentz. You've worked in the Eagles organization. You watch every snap of every NFL game, and you're a former quarterback. You analyze position. You do it for a living. I find it to be almost laughable that some guys are still on this Carson Wentz needs to go sort of train. Where are you on Carson Wentz? Well, I, I don't agree with the logic that says he hasn't played good football since 2017, you know, when he was on his way to the MVP and then, and then he got hurt the Super Bowl year. And, and people are pretending like last year didn't happen. I mean, last year the whole team was hurt. He's thrown to guys nobody's ever heard of and kind of played all 16 games and willed them into the postseason um, with the way he played. I think he was like 27 touchdowns, nine picks. Um, so... No, he's, he hasn't just been that one big year. He's played well, and he's lifted up the play of others around him. This year, when I broke down, I broke down all of his turnovers, Doug. Um, some of it, most, the majority of them were just accuracy issues. Everybody thinks he's just playing so reckless and so careless, but some of them were just, you know, some fundamental things he needs to clean up. And, you know, he's thrown to guys he's not totally comfortable with. Let's just pump the brakes on on putting him in the grave here. Let's let's let Miles Sanders come back and Dallas Goddard's back in the groove. They're eventually going to get um, uh, the other tight end back. So I mean, they've got they've got help on the way, and I think it's a little premature for him to take as much, as much criticism as he has. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. That is the voice of Daniel Jeremiah. Um, okay, I I look around the NFL and I I I see what Lamar Jackson's saying. And uh, actually, let me play it for you. I don't know if you heard this. This is Lamar. No. This is Lamar Jackson on the Rich Eisen show when he was asked about the offense this year as opposed to last year. I feel, um, you know, it's, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of with schemes. You know, um, we're going against defenses. Um, they call out our plays, stuff like that. Like they know what we're doing. So a lot of that, you know, sometimes you know stuff won't go our way if they beat us to the punch. So you're you're hearing on the other side of the line of scrimmage the defense calling out your plays. That's what yeah. You're they definitely do, like runs, stuff like that. Uh, watch out for this, watch out for that. Sometimes that's what's going on. There's, 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 there's a lot to that. I mean, the first thing is they call it a run. Can't you audibleize out of the run? Second, uh, sec- secondly, um, 
you know, I, I don't love the throwing Greg Roman under the bus, which is what he did. And this is Lamar has answered almost every question perfectly in the past. This is a very imperfect uh, answer. Well, what's your reaction? Again, you worked in Baltimore, you know that organization, and you know what they're doing. What's, what's your assessment? So to my two first thoughts on this, number one is my first thought goes to the, to the verbiage. So, and I, I talked about this before the season started, playing in empty stadiums, Doug, you're going to hear everything. So when you go back and watch the TV copy of these games, which these teams will do, you're going to be able to pick up on all their checks, all their calls. Um, so, and if you're smart, you're trying to change those up as you go along. That might be a self-scout thing where they need to just go back in there and change up some of their verbiage because some of their checks they might have picked up on. The other thing is a lot of times when you're doing advanced scouting reports, it's, it's just basically a tell. You have an offensive lineman who, with a tell. He's heavy on his hand. He's light on his hand, different things like that. Um, so it doesn't necessarily mean that they know, uh, you know exactly what the play is because you're predictable. It could be you have a tell with, uh, with one of your linemen. So there's a lot of different reasons. But normally you wouldn't say that publicly and, and acknowledge that, uh, that they're calling out what you're doing. But uh, those are a couple reasons why that can't happen. Is, is it possible, though, that there's limitations within that offense? Like, look. The same thing happened with Greg Roman in San Francisco with Kaepernick. First year, he takes over mid-year, they explode. Second year, 13-3, and Super Bowl. Third year, 8-8, and and it's, oh my gosh, Kaepernick, make him roll to his left, can't change arm slots because he has small hands, and and, and Greg Roman ends up leaving. Is it possible that this is the normal lifespan of this offense? Well, I definitely think they caught the league by surprise when they when they rolled this thing out, and I think they had a you know a first to market advantage, I guess, for lack of a better phrase, oh, uh, with it. And I, I think you're seeing the adjustments that have been made. So um, I, I think the answer to it is um, you know Lamar's going to have to continue to grow and evolve as a passer, something that that Colin Kaepernick couldn't really do. I'm, I'm a little more bullish on Lamar that he's going to be able to to do some more things that way. And I thought in that game, if you if you go back and look at the shot chart, everything everything was in the middle of the field where he's very comfortable in the second half, and they played really well. And then everything on the perimeter was underneath. So they weren't asking Lamar to throw the ball down the field on the sideline in the perimeter. That's that's where that's his kryptonite. He is not good at that. And so stop asking him to do it. And I thought in this game, they, they, they beat him up with seams. They beat him up with crossers. And then when they're getting the ball out, it was just out in the flat. So... Um, I think that was a good sign for them and kind of realizing the sweet spot for Lamar. And they can, I mean, they can win a lot of games if, if he's making those throws that he made in the second half against Indy. Okay, I haven't asked you this. What do you think of the Raiders? The Raiders, I think, are one of two teams um, that, have, that have wins over teams with five wins this year. So they've beaten Cleveland, who's a good team. Obviously, they beat Kansas City, who I think is the best team in the league. Um, and who's the other one? Oh, they beat the, they beat the Saints. I mean, those are those are quality wins for them. They did not play well against the Chargers, um, you know, calling that game and at that game, that was not their their best effort. But I think the quarterback is, uh, I think he's using his legs more, which is good to see. They they were out without their top tackles in that game, so I think they're a little bit conservative in their in their play call there. I don't think they have a championship caliber defense, but I think their offense is going to control the line of scrimmage, shorten games with their run game, and I think the head coach is really good. I mean, I think people think of Gruden and, and Monday Night Football and kind of a caricature and all that stuff. He is a very good schemer and play caller. He is outstanding, and I don't think he gets enough credit for that. Um, you mentioned Kansas City being the best team in the league. How far back? What, what's the spread between them and Pittsburgh? 
I I would say, you know, I don't want to put a number on it, but I mean, I I just think with Kansas City, I think they're capable. If the score gets, if it if the score starts to run up a little bit, I don't think Pittsburgh can can hang in that regard. So I think Pittsburgh's the second best team. I know they're undefeated, but I just feel like they need they're going to have to win a specific way. Whereas the Chiefs, I think, could find themselves in any type of game and and still have a chance to win. No, so, no, I I, uh, I agree with you. I mean, they, can, they they're one of those teams like in basketball. You said they can play fast, they can play slow, yeah. and they can play well when they're not playing well. Which I think Pittsburgh kind of did against Baltimore. They didn't play great against Baltimore, uh, but they end up kind of winning winning the game. Uh, but I'm 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 with I'm with you on that. Um, who's the best team in the NFC? Whew. Uh, man, NFC. I mean, I, I think they all are flawed. I think all those teams are flawed. Um, gosh, I mean, this, you have to say the Saints off of what we saw. I'm. It's hard for me because I saw, you know, calling the Charger game against the Saints. I thought they, they had them beat and just didn't finish the game. But I do think their defense is really good. They stopped the run. I like their offensive line. Um, you know, getting getting uh, Michael Thomas back and, and getting his head right for, for the stretch run here. I mean, I guess I would lean towards them, but I, I don't feel like that's any type of slam dunk. No, I, I agree. It's really interesting. We thought the NFC would be the dominant conference, and then – you know Seattle's so flawed defensively, and they're so they the, Russell has to play well. You know the the Rams obviously have a couple of super dynamic players, but a lot of people not buying into golf. Arizona, no one believes in the defense. Green Bay, you know when it's gone bad, it's gone bad in a hurry. When it's good, it's been really really good. Um, and you know and and they haven't been fully healthy, but so it's it's fascinating. To you know see who's them. you know who's dangerous. You know who's dangerous, Doug. If 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 they just kind of sneak in and there's extra playoff spot. The Minnesota Vikings sneak in. They might have the best player uh, in football. I, mean, I know he's unbelievable. He, he's been unbelievable. So uh, with with the ability to run the ball and then using him in the passing game, and I think you're seeing Cousins start to play a little bit better. And you know Zimmer is he's kind of taking the reins of the defense. They're going to get better on that side of the ball. When you go back and look at it, they lost to Seattle by one point. They lost to the Titans by one point. They just beat the Packers. Just beat the. I mean they're. They're just kind of one of those teams. I don't know if I want to play them in the first round of the playoffs if they got in. Yeah, and better since they got rid of Yannick Ngakwe, too, who they acquired with, with, via the trade. It's a little addition by subtraction. Good stuff, man. Thanks for joining us, DJ. Thanks, Doug. See you. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. 
epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Get in zone. AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, thinking about gas mileage. You know, changing your oil with a full synthetic oil like Castrol Edge can help your engine get more miles. Right now, you can get five quarts with an STP Extended Life oil filter for only $36.99. Get started on your next job today with the parts you need when you need them at AutoZone or AutoZone.com. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply.